I'm Dr. Philip Anderson. I'm a clinical professor of pharmacy at the University of California, San Diego, Skaggs School of Pharmacy and Pharmaceutical Sciences. And my specialty is medication use during breastfeeding. I'm going to talk to you today about medication use during breastfeeding and some of the specific drugs that might be used in irritable bowel syndrome. So I think the first thing to start is that I know that drug therapy is not the only therapy and maybe not the first or most desirable therapy for irritable bowel syndrome. But when medications are needed in a nursing mother, there are some important considerations. And I would say that the number one consideration is to maintain breastfeeding because it does have such great benefits for the both the mother and the infant. So in general, there are few drugs that affect infants during breastfeeding by their transmission through breast milk. The most serious adverse effects that have been reported include central nervous system drugs, particularly opiates and other CNS depressants. So that's something to keep in the back of your mind. Another general consideration is that 75% of adverse reactions occur in the first four to eight weeks of breastfeeding, particularly in the first month, because babies don't handle drugs very well during that time. There are a few that have general safety concerns, and we can go through those. There's also many new drugs. You have to remember that oftentimes with new drugs, the package insert will say not to use it because no information is known. And that doesn't mean that they're harmful. It just means that we don't know anything about them. And quite frequently, very overly cautious statements are put into the package insert, perhaps to protect the manufacturer from liability. So we'll go through some of those new drugs today and think about whether or not they are risky or not. First of all, let's talk about drugs that are used to treat uh, constipation. Drugs like psyllium and polyethylene glycol are older drugs that have been around for a long time, and they're not absorbed from the gastrointestinal tract. So obviously those would have no impact on breastfed infant. Lubiprostone has no information on it, only animal data, and it's supposedly not uh, detectable in the milk of rats that may or may not have any bearing on human beings because rats are not humans, but it's a good sign that it's not there. So it, this drug would probably not be one of the first choices because of that uh, lack of information, but it doesn't appear like it's going to turn out to be a problem. Linaclotide and plecanotide have not been studied either, but they are not absorbed from the gastrointestinal tract because they're uh, rapidly disintegrated in the gastrointestinal tract of the mother. So uh, they're not found in the mother's plasma, and therefore it's highly unlikely that they're going to appear in breast milk. So even though there's no information specifically on breastfeeding, it's very unlikely that those would be a problem. Now, Prucalopride is a new drug to the United States, but it's been available in Europe for nine or 10 years. And the manufacturer has collected information on pregnant and nursing mothers and found no adverse reactions reported up to date. In addition, there was a study in South Africa of mothers who were weaning their babies 
and taking the medication. And these mothers had uh, drug concentrations measured in their breast milk. It was very low, only 1.74 micrograms per kilogram per day, or about 6% of the mother's dose when you adjust the baby's weight and the mother's weight. In general, any drug that's under 10% is considered to be relatively safe, and this was 6%. So it doesn't appear that procalipride is going to be um, an issue in breastfeeding. Finally, there's a brand new drug that was just approved by the FDA for IBS-C. It's called Tenapanor, brand name Ibsrella. And they give some useful information in the breastfeeding section of the package insert saying that when the mother takes it, it's minimally absorbed and the plasma concentrations are below the limit of quantification. They go on to say that it's unlikely that the baby will receive any drug in breast milk. So this appears like it's going to be a safe drug to use in nursing mothers. Now, other mothers, of course, with uh, irritable bowel syndrome have predominantly diarrhea-type symptoms. And for those symptoms, loperamide is frequently used. Although the drug itself has not been studied in breastfeeding, a European study used uh, a derivative, loperamide oxide, which is actually a prodrug that turns into loperamide in the body. And that was studied, and the highest concentration was only 0.27 micrograms per liter as after the second dose. So um, this appears to be very low and doesn't seem to be a problem with uh, for the nursing infant. Occasionally, bile acid sequestering resins, such as cholestyramine or cholecevalam or cholestopol could be used. And obviously, those are not absorbed from the gastrointestinal tract, so those would be great choices. Rifaximin has been reportedly used for microbial imbalances, and that could be beneficial for some women. The drug is not absorbed orally also, or very, very poorly absorbed, so it's very unlikely that it's going to reach the breast milk or the bloodstream of the infant. So not only is there a block at the mother's GI tract, there's a block at the baby's GI tract. So the risk of it getting to the baby's bloodstream is minimal. As you know, Elocitron has been, uh, was removed from the market temporarily, but it's back under special conditions there's really no information on that drug, and it's because it has been of concern for adverse reactions, it may not be the best drug to use, although it has relatively high protein binding, and that means that the drug is probably bound mostly in the mother's bloodstream and has a hard time getting into breast milk. But as I said, there's no information on it, so um, it might not be the best drug to use. A new drug um, that has been marketed, eluxadiline, and it is a type of opioid, has a mu opioid receptor agonist activity and delta opioid receptor antagonist activity. There's no information on this. And because of the concern with opioids in general, it may not be a great choice uh, to use. Now, in addition to these um, drugs for specific symptoms, there are other drugs that have been used for 
other symptoms such as abdominal pain. And the tricyclic antidepressants have quite a bit of information. Tricyclic antidepressants such as amitriptyline in low doses have been used for treating abdominal pain in irritable bowel syndrome. Since we have a lot of information about these drugs in the treatment of depression, we know enough about them to say that this low dose of uh, tricyclic would not be of concern in the breastfed infant. Even the full antidepressant doses are usually not a problem in breastfed infants. Dicyclamine is marketed as an antispasmodic drug, but it has specific contraindication for breastfeeding. This was because there was a case of possible apnea in a breastfed infant whose mother was taking this medication. It probably should not be used. We're not sure if that one case is enough to say that it's never going to be safe, but it does have a specific warning against it. And I would say from medical legal purposes, it would not be a good drug to use. So after reviewing all the drugs available for irritable bowel syndrome, it's clear that there are not too many that are really of concern during breastfeeding. Of particular concern is any drug that has an opioid-like effect because those are high-risk drugs in breastfeeding infants. But I think the most important thing is to keep the mother's breastfeeding. Don't stop breastfeeding because of medications because for every indication, there's several drugs that are available that either have good information on safety or are not even absorbed from the mother's gastrointestinal tract. So it's beneficial to do everything possible to keep mothers breastfeeding. So one last point, if there's any information that is needed about drugs and breastfeeding, there is a database at the National Library of Medicine called LACTMED, and it can be just Googled, L-A-C-T-M-E-D, or uh, the very easy way to remember it is lactmed.nlm.nih.gov. And there you'll find about 1,500 drugs and information that's available on them during breastfeeding. The database is updated monthly, and I would recommend it, particularly because I am the author of that database. So I appreciate your listening today, and I hope that information that I gave out will help you in your practice and help keep mothers breastfeeding. Thank you.